Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Today, we're getting back into the Stephen Covey, Eighth Habit. As a matter of fact, this morning, I'm going to be traveling to my second place of residence. Guys, this is the first time in my life I'm going to have two residences. Can you believe that? It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to, go to this other place and stay at my, uh, my apartment over there. Wow. Who would have ever thought? I am so grateful. But today is not about me. It's about you and the downward spiral of codependency. We're going to talk about this. I'm going to give you a quote first. It says, what happens when you manage people like things? Remember, we talked about the whole, what is it, the industrial age mindset versus the new age mindset, right? The new age mindset. Let me give you an example of this fucking phenomenal what just happened just a couple of days ago on the, uh, on the, at the time of you guys actually listening to it. I have been working for this guy on weekends, Saturday evenings for a very long time. He's the one that had, had given me the Bangkok International Digital Content Festival uh, gig, me doing my very first presentation uh, for e-learning where I've met like a number of different people, and um, this happened last year, and he gave me the gig again, so I'm going to be maximizing, I'm going to be talking about maximizing profits off your digital products, which is going to be one hell of a presentation, by the way, Um, but you know, I, I, you know, I saw him for the first time in like three months yesterday, because everything had gotten shut down, I'm like, oh my god, how you doing, so his mother's doing well, his wife is doing well, his sister's doing well, And I'm like, dude, so how's business? Did you take any big hits? He's like, no, I've been on the rise, actually. I said, what? He said, everything. The virtual reality, the augmented reality, the doing the government projects. This guy works almost directly with the government because he's doing a lot of e-learning platforming. So last year, he was over here pitching the idea like, Arsenio, dude, you got to set up a schedule online. Did you hear what's happening in Vietnam? I said, no. He's like, they have teachers. They're putting teachers up with students just as Globish is doing right now with the entire e-learning platform, just as China has already been doing for like three to four years. He's like, dude, you got to set this up. You could be the CEO. I could be your CIO. That's the chief information officer. And I'm like, dude, I really got to get on top of this because I know that there's so much money to be made. I was actually you know, teaching the students at the time, and I got a reinvigoration at that time. You know, because he doesn't necessarily manage me. Obviously, he doesn't micromanage me at all. He's like, you know what? You come up with your own thing. But I had a reinvigoration at the time because at a place where I felt like my desire for teaching these young individuals, it went away. It had come back. So I'm going to place beauty on COVID. Although it is wreaking destruction, as it always will, just like the flu and all other diseases will around the world, it made me reinvent myself. And, and, and get, develop that passion that, or, or to bring back that passion that I once had. So here I am on the day of. And I'm over here and I, you know, glanced over into the other room because there's a nice little divider, a big window. And the lady who owns and manages, he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be coming back. OK, so you're going to be in Korat. You're going to be doing your thing out there. But when you come back, it's Independence Day in America, right? Well, that's going to be our 15 year anniversary anniversary since our since our inception. I said, you guys have been around for 15 years. He said, yep. Glancing over at the lady in the other room, probably towards the end of class. And I said, man. She's looking at a camera at a car wash. And I said, hey, ooh, whose business is that? He's like, well, that's her business. He has like multiple businesses already, but that's her business, her personal business. I said, man, you guys are so fucking forward thinking, man. You guys inspire me. These people inspire me. 
the breed of entrepreneurship and how it breeds these individuals out here. I was just telling you about another girl who didn't want to be micromanaged and just didn't want to be an employee. Let me give you a tale of two tales. Got a friend, an amazing friend. Love her so dearly. Her name is Dew. And big shout out to Dew because I know you're probably going to be listening to this. She has a friend. I'm going to give you a tale of two tales here. Dew she sometimes go through, goes through these bouts of, oh, man, you know, what am I doing? I feel bored. I want to go back to my hometown. I said, and then what? You're still going to have to deal with you. You're still going to have to do deal with that mindset you have right now. That ain't going to change a motherfucking thing. And you know what? We have a terrible saying out there in America. You could take the hood out the nigga, but you could never take the nigga out the hood. Right? So, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, you could, wait, 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 let me, let me rephrase, rephrase that. You could take the nigga out the hood, but you could never take the hood out the nigga. Meaning, you could always take the person out of its environment. I'm going to give you a, a, a better example to relate to other people because that's just a very crass way of saying it, right? You could always take the person out the neighborhood, out the environment, but you can never take the environment out the person. Why? Because that person is going to have to wake up and deal with that person every single fucking day. Industrial mindset. My friend you, she's on an industrial mindset. No, she's not a person that needs to be managed, but she's scared to take that leap of faith. And I keep saying, man, you have a friend who I'm going to start teaching very soon. Well, who I'm already teaching. I just got to send her different things. And, you know, I'm like, listen, you need to hurry up. And you need to, like, she needs to be your mentor. She's like, no, well, she actually follows me because I give her, I'm like, listen, that girl is peddling an amazing business at the age of what, 25, 26? She's doing amazing things. 3,000 followers on Instagram, 1,400 followers over here doing this, doing that. You got to get over there and start learning from her. This is exactly what you want to do with your Amway business, right? She's like, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but it's the same yeah, but that everyone is sitting in right now doing not a motherfucking thing. Ah, guys, they stop believing that leadership can become a choice, that they could become a leader in their own right, right? They more think that leadership is a place of position, right? It's kind of like, okay, well, this person is a leader. He has the position. Therefore, I can't be a leader because they stop believing it's a choice. They believe in it's, it's like a power play position, which a lot of people abuse the position of leadership nowadays, right? A lot of us just don't see ourselves as leaders. I'm a fucking leader. I'm, I'm the number one ESL podcaster right now. I was, I was scrolling through the other person who they deemed to be on top of me, right? And I'm looking at their episodes. I'm like, man, this is a bunch of bullshit. Get out of here. You, you are not even close. You're not doing what I'm doing. You're not doing anything what I'm doing right now. Okay, they can get all the reviews and this and that. I don't need the reviews. I'm going to let my thing speak for itself. Because I'm a leader. You know, I make that personal leadership an influence. It's a choice. It's kind of like having the freedom to play the piano. It is a freedom that has to be earned. Only then leadership can become a choice. Every last one of us are leaders. It's just because... We're, pre- we're, 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 basing our, uh, we're basing our choices off an industrial mindset. That shit was back in 20th century working in factories, being told what to do like a fucking machine. That's what it all comes down to. I'm going to give you another quote. Even if they perceive a need, they don't take an initiative to act. 
Now, what's happening right now with a lot of jobs in Thailand. Now, yes, there are individuals. I remember I went to go get my work permit, my visa and everything. And I went into this area, uh, this little business district. So you have all these beautiful Thai women who are very well dressed. They come down from their offices. They, they come down to get coffee and stuff like that or get some lunch. And I'm looking at everyone. And I'm like, shit, they got it going on. Like, but again, I don't know what I don't know what position they are. I don't know what companies they're in. But other people have taken a significant hit. Remember, I told you about, you know, the suicide rates going up here in Thailand because people couldn't make the fucking car payments. Kind of crazy, I know. I'll talk about that on another uh, podcast. But things, like, my, uh, going back to you, she knows that in the next three months, she doesn't know what's going to be happening with her job. She said there are baby steps. It's going up just a little bit. But we went from making this amount 100% to make it only 33% now. So what does that mean? Well, she has three months to prepare for the worst. She has three months to start building up her reserves mentally, building up what she really wants to do. Because in three months, there's no, hey, nothing lasts forever, right? Isn't that the Adam Levine song from like 15 years ago with Kanye West, right? Honestly, you have the ability, but even if it's a need, You still don't take the initiative to act. A lot of people have not learned from this COVID, right? They wait to be told what to do by the person with the formal title, and then they respond as directed. See, consequently, they blame the formal leader when things go wrong and give them all the credit when things go well. Let's go. Let's go. God damn it. I'm going to say that one more time. Consequently, they blame the formal leader when things go wrong and give them all, all the credit when things go well. I'm not blaming my job. Can, can, can I run this through you guys? I'm I'm on my way. You know what? By the time you guys listen to this, I'm literally on my way to my first ever second residence. I'm going to be living at two places, four hours apart by drive, by car. I'm sorry. So that's basically living from Las Vegas to Bakersfield, California. And guess what? I couldn't sit here and blame, 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 blame the guy that gave me the visa and work permit. Hell, he gave me the visa and work permit. He didn't guarantee me work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He did not guarantee me work. So why am I going to sit here and say, oh, you know, I'm going to blame this. I'm not getting money because of you. I'm not getting money because of you. No, I'm going to go out and I'm going to fucking uh, strap on my helmet and storm the bitch like it's Normandy. That's exactly what I did. When the girls, those two women, business partners, boy, I looked them up their website. I looked up this. I said, boy, they got it going on. I've known them for four years already, but they're fucking brilliant and it's because they got a team they got graphic designers they got three women who have been working there now they're literally managing that office or the office here in bangkok and then what's gonna happen oh they're already fuck fuck crazy fuck busy out there they're racking it oh my goodness gracious i told them i said how many students you got oh we got about 45 i said holy fuck me you guys at max you had eight at one given time in bangkok Now you have 40 fuck five. Can you imagine how much work that gives me? But not only that, you know what's going to happen? Another staff member here in Bangkok, they're like, hey, you're going to have to move out here. Yeah, you're going to have to move out here for a few months because we're busy as shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Again, I took initiative to act. I told myself, I said, Arsenio, how much is that going to cost with all, you know, expenses? Okay, it's going to cost about $166. I said, okay, and how, and and, and based on the work that they're going to be giving you, how long will it take to cover that? Oh, literally less than, uh, like a day. 
Oh, shit. Okay. So the other 25 days, that's just going to be stacking. Okay, let's reinvest that. Let's reinvest that in the business. Let's reinvest that in this. Let's reinvest that in the. Oh, yeah. You see what I mean? And don't count. See, there are a lot of people out there. Carl of the S2S podcast. Every time you got a check every week, he never cashed. And everyone would ask him, hey, why, why did you get your check? I don't know. I didn't check my, I didn't check my account. They're like, dude, what the hell are you doing? No, think about it. Stop counting. See, counting, that's a poverty mindset. You got to be, listen, I'm just telling you. that. Of course, the guy at my job, no, he's not deemed to be a leader. Of course not. He's just there to make money. Do they micromanage? Do, does one of the, and it sucks because three women, two of them, and the two that were for me, they're gone. So that other lady, she's going to micromanage the fuck out of me. What do I mean by that? Well, it took the, it, what, it was two months, I'm sorry, six months, two classes last year. Remember that? And I was like, oh, fuck y'all. I'm done. Y'all get the fuck out of my face. So I went to another branch and they were like, no, he works here. I was like, but you don't give me work. You're not giving me any work and I'm sick of that bullshit ass traffic. Remember that happened last year? So I took the initiative to say, man, fuck y'all, man. I'm going to go make my own money. I ain't sitting here and waiting. Oh, you cancel on Saturday. You cancel. Uh, yeah, motherfucker. Yes, motherfucker. Yes, motherfucker. You ain't even cover my overhead expenses. You didn't give me any goddamn d- disaster pay over March, April, May, and June. So, uh, yeah, this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. Now, Saturday and Sunday is all you get. And I don't know when you guys are going to start opening shit back up. I'm not waiting. I'm taking the initiative. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. You got to be able to act. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. And don't blame things. Then when things start going wrong and you get laid off out there because of COVID, 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 COVID. Okay, what's the bigger picture here? What should you be learning here? What are you not taking away from this situation? So, it's just like the predominant Asian culture. Right? From Eastern Asia... To Southeast Asia, no, I'm not exclu- I'm not including, you know, uh, Iran, Pakistan, or India or anything. Because, again, they've taken massive hits in terms of COVID. But, again, there, it, it was very easy for Asia to adapt to COVID because it's easy to tell Asians what to do. Right? Japan, they were already wearing masks in Japan. Thailand, we were already wearing masks because of the terrible pollution. China, not really. I don't know who those folks are. You know what I mean? But you guys get what I'm saying. Singapore, okay, they had an eruption because of some micromanaged, uh, what is it? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Get the point here, people. Masks. But in America, you don't like being told what to do, right? You don't like being told what to do. So you don't wear a mask, and now you have the worst COVID, and you're going to continue having COVID until vaccine comes out, like this sometime next year. It's going to go up 25000 a day. The, man, we're talking a great percentage of the country will be infected by that. Why? They don't like being told what to do, but you accept a job to be told what to do. What type of dumb shit is that? Just saying. Now, let's go back to managers. The more the manager controls, the more he or she evokes behaviors that necessitate greater control or managing. See, a manager that wasn't supposed to be a manager. Three years ago, I told you about the guy, the big mole on his face, Harry, right? He was trying to micromanage me. He was like, oh, we, we, we really need you to take this course. I'm like, uh, no, I have the choice to do this because guess what? I had the choice with another teacher by the name of Upham. 
But then when this nasty Brit, and he knew I was talking bad about him because he came out here and married a woman. He's a wife tourist, okay? So I'm going to call you out on your bullshit, okay? That was, what, four years ago. And he fucking took that to heart because, hey, I speak the truth and nothing but the truth. You feel me? So he's like, oh, you need to take this. I'm like, uh, no, I don't need to. He's like, oh, well, well, uh, well, you might have to go part-time. Motherfucker, you can't tell me what to do. You're just a head teacher. You're nothing else. You're garbage. You're shit to me. I just renewed my visa. I dare you to try firing me. No, I'm not going to take it. And it's funny because even when the course ended, he's like, oh, there's a back road that you could take to come all the way. I said, nah, you get the fuck out of my face with that. Absolutely not. Some people, the more you try to manage, the more behavior, like you're going to evoke nasty behaviors. And that's when I blew up and sent him a nasty ass email. And he was like, oh, the email was very upsetting. Yeah, bitch, you deserve it. You pompous motherfucker. Don't try to manage me. I manage me. I manage my own schedule. Now, yes, with the ladies out there, they're like, okay, Thursday, okay, Friday. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Because we're, we kind of work all in accordance. It's all, we're, we're working in sync. It's in harmony. But when a motherfucker over me tries thinking he has more power than me, you better get the fuck out my face. Right? Because that's more of a code. That, that's a codependent culture. Right? And... Next thing you know, it ends up becoming institutionalized to the point that no one takes responsibility. When things go wrong, no one takes responsibility. And then the finger pointing happens, which had happened three years ago. He's like, oh, this and this, um, your renewals are down. Um, th- and I said, okay, who else renewals are down? Oh, well, uh, my renewals are down. Where are they going? Where are they going? Oh, well, that, it's not the point. What do you mean it's not the point? They all went overseas, dumbass, because I helped them achieve the score, dumbass. Oh, but you don't want to talk about that. No, 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 no. Oh, look, look, he ain't even getting all the facts. He's talking about this based off emotion. I don't think you're as good as you say you are. Motherfucker, I'm teaching IELTS all around the world now. Really? Come on now. Stop putting your but stop putting your feels into it because I called you out on your bullshit. You came here to marry a hoe. Okay? Stop putting your feelings into shit that's all about facts. The fact is, is that I'm the motherfucking goat here. And you can't accept that I'm the goat. So get the fuck out my face. Keeping it real. See, what happens? I'm going to top this off here. Over time, both leaders and the followers confirm their roles in an unconscious pact. They disempower themselves by believing that others must change before their own circumstances can improve. Fuck that. I left. I left. And that same cycle reappears in families between parents and children. I'm telling you, man, we got a lot to be done. We're going to be talking about a lot throughout this week. So y'all better brace yourselves, okay? Wednesday, will of life, all right? And then we're going back into Stephen Covey, obviously, on Thursday, Friday. And you guys already know, you got your podcast in the evening because, man, I am on a tear. I'm just pumping it out. When I get those ideas, they come, okay? And they go. By the way, we have an international guest speaker that's going to be coming up this week. And another one, a TEDx speaker. Oh, you guys are going to love that. So, in saying that, guys... Man, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Stay tuned for more because, ooh, we're going to be getting right back into this. I'm your host as always, over and out.